Hello and welcome everybody to an entrepreneur's take on the Bible. My name is Chance Ghanem and I'm going to be breaking down the NIV Bible and we are in Proverbs 11 today. So we do this every single day. If this is your first time watching, thank you so much for hopping on. This is on YouTube and on all your favorite podcasting networks. So guys, I want to break down Proverbs 11 for you guys today. We're going to start with, uh, with number two here. So verse two. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Guys, this is something that I've been told over and over again on my journey to success. You know, everyone's talking about humility, 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 and this is just God reminding us again. Now, I am a personal believer that there is a limitation between humility and belief in yourself. Some people try to be so humble that they actually tear themselves down. That happened to me before. I always tried to be so humble. I talked myself down. I talked on my abilities, and I started to believe that I wasn't as good as I really was because I was being humble. So I truly believe you don't want to be humble in the sense that you down talk yourself. You always want to play yourself up. You always want to be your number one fan. You always want to think you're better than everybody else around you in your field. That should be the mindset of a champion that you have. And that's the mindset that you need to go out there and win. But what they're saying is be humble here. Like, guys, guys, it's, it's, it's literally a reminder from the fact of when pride comes, then comes disgrace. So you, it's a fine line between pride, ego, and having confidence in yourself. But the big line that I think is it's self-talk. It's self-talk. Guys, in my head, I'm the most egotistical person in the world. I believe that I'm the greatest at everything I ever do, that nobody's ever going to stop me, that I'm the greatest thing in the world. And that's what I truly believe from the bottom of my heart. But on the top of that, I don't push it on nobody. I don't show nobody. I'm not, you know, bragging on people's face. I don't show people how much money I make. I don't do any of that. But in my head, I have to have that level of confidence. So I, I do want to break that down because I think so many people think be humble, be humble, be humble. And we allow being humble to really take us down to zero, take us to being negative and actually taking us away from our goals and our dreams. So I strongly suggest that you guys be humble. Don't flex on people. Don't stunt on people. Don't, don't tear people down with your success, but also have strong belief that you are God's creation and you are here for a purpose. So next we're going to be in eight through 10. So it says, the righteous person is rescued from trouble and it falls or, and it falls on the wicked instead. So the trouble falls on the wicked, not the righteous with their mouths with their mouths, the godless destroy the, their neighbors, but through knowledge, the righteous escape. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. All right, guys, so I want to just break this down here. The righteous person is rescued from trouble, and it falls upon the wicked. So, guys, that means if you're out here doing what God's telling you, if you're following his rules, if you're listening to the Bible, if you're trying to get better every single day as a Christian, if you're trying to be a better human being, if you're tithing, if you're trying to be the best to every single person you come in contact with, that is going to make you righteous. And then instead of the trouble falling on you, it's going to fall on the wicked instead. Now, here's something crazy. With their mouths of godless, sorry, with their mouths, the godless, so the godless destroy their neighbors. Now, this is something I want you to understand because some people are like, oh, I follow everything God does, says I'm, I'm a great, great person. I'm a great, great Christian and bad things still happen to me. Well, here's something I want you to hear right now. 
with their mouths, the godless destroy their neighbors. Or this could be said, if you're destroying your neighbors, that means if you're gossiping, if you're talking bad on somebody, guys, it talks about gossiping here. It says right here that a gossip betrays the confidence of a trustworthy person keeps a secret. Guys, it talks about gossiping right here. If you're the type of person to gossip on your neighbor, if you're the type of person to talk bad on somebody, if you're the type of person that all you do is spend your time talking about other people and you're talking about other people in a negative light at all, your mouth is spitting godlessness. So then don't be surprised when bad things happen to you when you spend your time talking about people in negative ways. But through knowledge, the righteous escape. Guys, once you have knowledge, you know that you shouldn't be talking bad on anybody. I do my best not to talk bad on anybody because I realize, first of all, everybody has a life. First of all, things are going to happen for every single person out here. But on top of that, I realize that we're all human. I make mistakes. And it's not my place to judge other people's mistakes. It's God's place to judge. It's my place to love. And I try to love everybody as much as I possibly can and push that out into the universe because I truly believe that it's very, very important that, you know, you, you lead with positivity. And then this last one right here, the right, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. Guys, there's something Gary Vee talks about. This is a lot of things that I've heard from entrepreneurs is that especially in America, especially in the U.S., we do not care. Like, yes, there's racism. Yes, there's sexism. Yes, there's all this. But you go get success and you go win at a massive level. We don't care anything. You'll have that success. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, uh, Muslim. doesn't matter if you're Christian. doesn't matter if you're Jewish. doesn't matter what you are, guys. You can go out and win. And once you get to the highest level, once you're winning, once you're success, everybody's going to cheer everybody is going to love you and everyone's going to give you what you deserve. But then on the backside of that, you have to understand when the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. So just because you get to the top, you have to get to the top with the right reasons. You have to be the right person all the way to the top or else you might get that power. But guys, let's be honest. When there's people who die, like let's say, uh, uh, there's all kinds of people, guys. When wicked people die, when bad people die, people cheer, people cheer. When that person goes to jail finally and everybody knows they deserved it, but somehow they got out of it a couple of times and they finally go to jail, everyone cheers. They cheer because when bad people lose and good wins, people get excited. So you have to understand, again, guys, just always keep your head and your mind on the godly side. What would Jesus do? Have that mindset of be the best person you can be, spread love out there and push that forward. So now we're going to move over to 18 and 19, verses 18 and 19. Right here it says, A wicked person earns uh, deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure, a sure reward. Sorry, a sure reward. Truly the righteous attain life, but whoever pursues evil finds death. Guys, we're talking about money. We're talking about money right here. A wicked person earns deceptive wages. Deceptive wages means they might look rich, means they might look like they got money, means like they might be flexing in front of that car that they rent, means they might have got an Airbnb in that place for a night, means all this different stuff that you might be trying to, to flex like you got money. You might be trying to deceive 
people. It, I'll just use the word right here, deceptive. You might be using deceptive things to say like, oh, I got this money, I got this lifestyle. Or even who knows, you might have gotten that money doing shady stuff that doesn't give you fulfillment. Because guys, I'm going to promise you this. I've been there. If you're chasing money and I've chased money because I've been broke and I just wanted money and I just wanted my freedom, I just wanted my life. And I chased the money and I chased the money and I chased the money. And I finally caught the money and I was still upset. I was still angry. I was still frustrated because I was not fulfilled. That's when I turned to God even more and like all in. You know, I was in on God. I was doing my tithe. I was learning, learning, learning. But I went all in with God, giving him two hours of my morning, making sure I'm spending time with him every single day. And that's helped me while I get money and while I get more money to stay focused and grind on what's important and helps me enjoy every single day. I worry about taking care of my family. I worry about taking care of all the students I'm teaching. I worry about making sure every single person is taken care of. I pray for every single person that I'm impacting their life. I pray that I can go out here and I ask for God for help in everything that I'm doing. And I want you to understand that I feel more purpose than when I was chasing the money. I'm doing it for a different reason. I'm not doing it because I want the money. I'm doing it because I want to take care of my family. I'm doing it because I want to take care of all my students. I'm doing it because I understand that what I'm doing here has a bigger purpose. And my goal is to spread the message of God and spread the wealth that God wants to give each and every single one of you because God don't want you broke. God wants you rich. God wants you as rich as crazy because guess what? If a lot of good people get rich, there's a lot of good people to give their money away and put their money to good work. And that's what it's all about, guys. So the last thing I want to talk about, it's ironic that this is here in the Bible, but why would wouldn't it be in the Bible because it's a fact. Okay, here we go. 24 and 25. One person gives freely yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly but comes to poverty. Oh, what? One person gives freely yet gains even more. So they're giving away, aka they're tithing, aka they're giving value to other people, aka they're pushing positivity out into the world, aka they're selling a product that really brings immense value to the customer. And then the another withholds, withholds giving freely means you're trying to get that extra upsell, you're trying to make that extra 50 bucks, you're not going to give everybody everything you have, but comes to poverty. So if you're not gonna go all in and help people, if you're not gonna care about giving freely of your time, of your, guys, I give so much of my time away, like making this video right here, I don't need to do this. I don't need to make all these extra training videos. I don't need to give two, nine hours a week of live education. I make my money trading. But I do it because I want to give the value to every single one of you guys out here. So with that being said, guys, the next part of here says, a generous person will prosper Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Guys, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. What I have here in my notes, I say law of attraction. When you give to other people and you give, 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 and you push positivity, and that's all you're about is positivity, love, pushing you know, God's belief of being a better person, loving your neighbors, loving everybody, and doing the right thing because it's the right thing. You are going to attract. When you refresh other people and you build other people up, they in return are going to build you up. Or God and the universe, God is the universe, so God is going to provide you with other things that are going to take you to the next level. Just because you're teaching somebody else and you're pouring into somebody else and you hope that you know, you're going to change their life, God's going to give you that person in your life that's 
it's going to change yours, but I, got, I can't guarantee it. But I'm pretty dang sure that if you don't open up your eyes and if you're not willing to change yourself, if you're not willing to go out there and help other people, how can somebody come into your life and help you? So many people, guys, God brings so many people into your life. I, I want to tell you this last story. This is what we're going to end with. There's a guy, there's a guy drowning or no, let's, let's, the, the story goes, there's, there's this hurricane coming in, right? There's a hurricane, we're out here in Miami. So there's a hurricane coming in and there's someone who really believes in God, right? They're, they're a true follower of God and they're praying and praying and praying and saying, God, please don't let this hurricane take out my house. Guys, I, I God, I know what they said to evacuate. I know they said the floods are coming, but please keep my house safe. Please keep my house safe. Please keep my house safe. And then, you know, a couple hours go by and a boat comes through. And a boat comes through and says, hey, the storm's getting bad. You need to evacuate. Get out here. We'll, we're going to help you out. We're going to help you out. We're going to help you out. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. I pray to God. God's going to help me. God's going to help me. God's going to help me. Then another boat comes through. Hey, hey, it's gotten really worse. It's, you know, this is very, very bad. We're the last boat. Get on. We're going to save you. No, I've been praying to God. I've been praying to God. I've been praying to God. He's going to save me. And then next thing you know, that guy dies. And he goes to heaven. He says, God. Why didn't you save me? I believed. I prayed. And God said, I sent two boats. Why didn't you get on? I tried to save you. I'm saying that because God puts opportunities in our life and some of us turn them down. Some people are ready to pour into you. Some people are ready to give you everything they have. Some people are ready to change your life and give you the knowledge, the wisdom, and the mindset that it takes to live a better and abundant life. Some people are truly ready to do that for you. The question is, are you ready to receive it?